Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nothing But Nylon, a Maple River basketball podcast. This is your host, Elijah Lippert, also known as Franchise. As always, I'll be having Maple River assistant boys basketball coach Eric Ward, also known as Wardo on, to recap the last playoff game against Blue Earth and preview the upcoming subsection championship game against Lake Crystal. As always, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Hey, Wardo, how's it going? Good, how are you? Doing well, thanks. Thanks for coming on once again so we can recap the game against Blue Earth and preview the subsection championship against Lake Crystal. So, um, getting right into it... uh, I was listening to part of the game on the radio, and I know against Blue Earth, you guys knocked down a couple three-pointers early and got off to a pretty hot start, and I think got up 13-5 or something similar to that early. And then I know Blue Earth then got a couple things going and clawed back in it, and I think tied it at one point. And then, uh, but then obviously the second half, and maybe even the end of the first half, um, you guys start putting it together again. And I know the final score was 60 to 36. So um, after they came back and tied it early in the first half, uh, you know, what kind of changed after that, that you guys were able to start slowing them down again. And then uh, in particular, going into the game, I know you said you guys had to know where Ashton Lloyd was going to be at all times. And I know he had some points or he had a fair amount of points early on, but then, uh, you know, they finished with only 36 points. So you guys must have slowed him down quite a bit too in the second half. Yeah, he had eight. He had nine points for the game and he had eight early. I think you're right. He went up 13 to five. Uh, I think they tied it at 15 and it's kind of been the recipe all year. Um, you know, every team's going to go on a run up and down both ways, and you got to be prepared for that. But um, we play defense the same for 36 minutes, and it wears people out. Um, if anybody that was at the game could see that Lloyd, he was exhausted in the second half, and he couldn't do near the things he did. He didn't have to score a point in the second half. Um, and, you know, like when you're down in a game, you tell your team the best way to come back is you got to get consecutive stops. Well, we were never down, but the consecutive stops turns the lead from six, you know, to twelve, to fifteen, and all of a sudden you're up twenty-two and you're comfortable. And that's just kind of what happened in that game. We grinded them down, and um, we answered their run with the run of our own in the first half, and you know, never looked back. Yeah. Um, also, I know even early on, even when they got back in, it um, sounded like it, even in the first half, Blue Earth. I didn't actually hear the overall shooting percentage at halftime, but it sounded like they were missing quite a few shots. Do you happen to know at all kind of what you guys held them to shooting for the game? Um, I do know that. Um, you know, like I said before, those shots that, uh, you know, early on, you got your legs underneath you, and without even realizing, especially kids at that age, um, you know, by the end of the game, you're tired, and they aren't as deep as us either. You know, we go eight, maybe nine deep, and that helps. Um, I'm looking for that. Uh, here it is right here. They shot 
33% from the field. So they were 14 of 42, and they were 7 of 27 from three. So they didn't make seven threes, but that's only 26%. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely under 35, and 33 is under 35. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely a good way to uh, keep a team out of it when they're shooting that poorly. Wow. Uh, what did you? What did you guys shoot for the game? Just curious. Forty uh, percent. Okay. Yeah. What were you guys on? Too great, but yeah. How about on three pointers for you guys? We were uh, six of twenty-one. Okay. But we, we uh, let's see here. We went to the line 16 times. They only went to the line four. So they got down and they started selling for those jump shots. And, you know, when they're not falling. And we just kept going inside. Hey, they ended up with 20 points and 14 rebounds. Um, Aaron Polachek had 16 points. And then Schirmer had nine. And then seven, three, 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 two, all the way down the line. So... Right. So, oh, what was that last thing you said? Sorry. I said that's been about our recipe for about the last month. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, on the other side, um, like Crystal beat Wasika, I think it was 75 to 64. Um, and I know, obviously, Lake Crystal has been a rival for a long time, but you've also played them twice this year. Um, so, obviously, you guys know them pretty well. But uh, what are some things you guys need to do well to beat Lake Crystal? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, – I mean, as you know, you've been around a long, long enough. That's – I heard on the radio a couple of years ago, the biggest rivalry in southern Minnesota is – Obviously, Mankato East versus Mankato West. And number two is Maple River Lake Crystal. And um, a rivalry is only a really good rivalry when it can go both ways. Yep. And for a while here, four or five years ago, it was really one-sided in our way, you know, in our direction. And for the last couple of years, it's been back and forth. So, I mean, yeah, they, you know, you can practice for them. You know each other very well. We know what they do. They know what we do. I'm sure they know our calls. We know their calls. Um to beat them, we need to do what we do. You know, no one needs to do anything they can't do. They just got to do what we do well, and that's defend, rebound, and pass. Um, if we don't turn the ball over a bunch, and if we guard them and rebound well, um, our chances are better, are higher than they are lower. Right. Do they, uh, and, you know, I haven't, I, I unfortunately didn't make it to, uh any of the games yet. I'm hoping to make it tomorrow night. But, uh, so I, you know, I haven't seen like Crystal yet this year either, but I know they're, I think I saw their 27 and one with the one loss coming to you guys. But, uh, do they have a couple players in particular that stand out or are they just a good team top to bottom that play, you know, deep like you guys do or what do they do well? They, uh, point guard uh he's a senior he's been playing for four or five years kind of like uh kind of like sherm uh he's very strong and athletic he's much more of a driver than he is a shooter um he really likes to get in the paint and when he gets in there it causes a lot of problems and his um players around him are really good shooters he's got you know there's four or five 
kids on that team that when they catch it on the three, if they're open and shoot it in, more than likely it's going in. Um, they played together for a long time. Um, yeah, like you said, we beat them in the championship of the Bethany uh, Christmas tournament, uh, beat them by 10. And then they beat us over there for the jug, uh, 42 to 38. So, I mean, you can tell by that score in that game, defense was not our problem. You know, 42 points is a pretty good game defensively. We really struggled on offense that game. I think we were two of 19 from three. Um, so, you know, I'm sure they would think they could play better offensively too, but if we can get that same defensive effort and just knock down a few more shots, I think we feel like we'll be okay. But, you know, in a one-game shot at MSU, anything can happen. Yeah, absolutely. And to me, just hearing what you're saying about having a good guard that can drive like that and kick out, to me it sounds like you need to be really fundamental on defense and make sure you don't have, you know, overhelp where somebody gets out of position and collapses to try to help and then you leave somebody wide open on the wing. That's right. We, and, you know, we pride ourselves on our help defense, but, you know, actually you don't want to have to help. Yep. You know, you want to be able to guard that guy the way it is, and he likes to get the ball in the post, And but we just need to stay home on him, you know, cut down our help on some of them shooters. And so, you know, they're good shooters, but they can't make enough threes if we're guarding them to hurt us. You know, it's the wide-open threes where a kid makes a couple in a row, and then all of a sudden he gets, you know, on a roll. That's what we got to avoid. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it should be, uh, should be an exciting game, you know, like we already – discussed uh it's one of the best well yeah it's one of the best rivalries in the state for sure and now you get them for the subsection championship it should be a fun atmosphere for sure yeah especially in that gym and you know that's kind of local for both of us and uh yeah i mean it was there was a lot of maybe fans at the game against bluers and bluers fans i don't think traveled as well and all of a sudden, the game started, and their side was full. And if you look a little closer, it's because all the Lake Crystal fans are already there, you know, whether it be to watch our game or to get a good seat for their game, which is after us. But, you know, uh, tomorrow night, one side's going to be all green and one side's going to be all blue and white. So it'll be quite the atmosphere. Uh, that's about all you can ask for in high school sports. Yeah, absolutely. So um, who uh, who's, who's the matchup in the championship on the other side of this section? That would be. Okay. NBL was the three, Norwood was the one. Um, there was only seven teams on that side, so Norwood got the bye, but MVL beat Bell Plain, and Norwood beat Glencoe, so they'll be after us. Uh, we played six, they played eight. Yeah, how uh, how do you think that game will go? Are you have any thoughts on that other championship game? That should be a pretty close game, too. Um, I have not seen Norwood in person. Um, like, Crystal beat them pretty good about three weeks ago, but they were missing their best player that game. Uh, they got a big guy that was had to sit out for a couple weeks, and he didn't play in that game. Like, Crystal got him by, like, 24, 25. Um, but NBL's been playing well. They're, like, 23-3 and three or 24-3. and three. Uh, We played them in the holiday tournament and got them by, like, 22. Um, it should be a fast-paced game, I guess, if I was picking. Uh, I was talking about this with one of the other coaches today. I would pick MBL in a close game, but I wouldn't be surprised either way. Okay. Gotcha. And uh, remind me again, if you guys take care of business against Lake Crystal, the championship game this year is on a Thursday, is that right? The yep. section championship. Yep. Game tomorrow, and then the winners play Thursday at OSU, and that would be the late game. 
the Class A game would be the six o'clock game, and the Double A game would be the uh, eight o'clock game. Okay. Sounds good. Well, yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to it. Like I said, I'm as long as nothing goes wrong with the installs tomorrow. It's uh, we only have one job in Fairmont, but it's an all-day job. So I'm hoping to get back to the shop in Mankato and hop over for the game. So. Sure. Yeah. What time does uh, what time you guys be in Fairmont? Uh, the job, I think I have to double check. I think it's scheduled for 8.30, but it's scheduled as an all-day thing. So it just depends how the job goes. We try to usually shave some time off it, but I think even with a five-man crew, it's scheduled from 8.30 to 3.30 because it's a pretty big job. So I should be back in time, but uh, we'll just see what happens. So. Yeah, I don't. I haven't heard anything on uh, live streaming, but I know that the tickets are for, I mean, MSU is a big spot. I mean, those seats aren't all going to fill, but they are selling the tickets in advance at school. If you can get to the school by 7.15 tomorrow, you can buy your tickets. So if you're in Mankato, you'd be able to make it. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, I think the game is on, it is going to be on 98.1 and uh, 14.20 a.m. So, oh, one or the other. Yeah. Be out there. Awesome. I have nothing, like I said, I'm really hoping I can make it, but I said, and, uh, but if for any reason I can't, I'll for sure catch it on the radio again. So, there you go. Well, good luck tomorrow night. Uh, hope it goes well, and hopefully, I'll get to watch it in person. So, sounds good. All right. Thanks, Warden. All right, see ya. Yep, bye. All right, well, once again, you heard from assistant coach Eric Ward, also known as Wardo. Thank you to everybody for listening once again to Nothing But Nylon, a Maple River podcast. Should be a very exciting atmosphere tomorrow night at MSU. Hopefully we can take down the Knights and uh, beat our rivals, so. Anyway, go Eagles, and hopefully a bunch of you can make it tomorrow night.